Welcome to the Art of Floundering Podcast. This is your host, Will Dick. We are battling a host, a host of Podbean technical issues tonight. Title of tonight's show is The Realistic Life Coach. I have had, I am so sorry. We've had so many stop and starts tonight because of Podbean's technical issues. I've been trying to do a live show for an hour now. Let me just see if this works. All right, that works. Because we're having technical issues, we're going to run some tests real quick. Let's do a little guitar. For those of you just joining us, we're waiting for people to come into the room. This is going to be an improv episode. Realistic life coach, man. While we wait, I'm going to play a little get fiddle. Because I got the blues, man. Hopefully these pie beam issues are getting worked out. We'll see. I got the Sunday evening. Blues. Yeah, man. Come on, one more time. I said, I got the Sunday morning. Blues, dog. Welcome to the Art of Floundering Podcast. My name is Will Dick. Title of this show is The Realistic Life Coach. Why am I titling it this? I title it this because Podbeam has got a mass of technical issues tonight. Hey, not upset. That's life, man. But I had to find a title that would work and get this show open. So I see Jill. Hey, Jill. And I see CJ. Hey, guys, I'm going to try to interact as best I can. Know that there's all kinds of problems with the Podbean app tonight, man. It keeps coming in and out. So we're going to do the best we can to roll out with some sort of show. Now, this is Sunday, Sunday night. And we're going to gear the contact court, content accordingly. What does that mean? Well, I normally don't plan for this show, and this is no different, but there's something that's on my mind, man. And it's really, it, it's kind of like, it's fucking negative energy, man. I don't want to talk about negative energy, but I think it's important. There, gosh, how do I put this? There's a couple of nonprofits. I, I here's how I stumbled on this. When I had my accident, I thought, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of, what do I want to do? And, and I looked at what kind of charity work, nonprofit work. And it was an organization I looked at doing some stuff for. And he did stuff for veterans that were, that were wounded. And I thought this would be, this would be something that would be cool. And then, then I find out that they had a scandal. Don't know all the details. They had a scandal. 
That's why I'm not using her name because I'd be speaking out of their ass. Then it was this other nonprofit, and I'm not going to use their name, but they're under investigation for fraud. They're, uh, you go to Charity Watch and you got a question mark because their financials are not transparent. At one time, Vice News did a story about this particular nonprofit. This particular nonprofit, they, they build themselves on, we will go into places where the U.S. government can't go with our extraction teams and our aftercare teams, and we will rescue all these kids that are being trafficked. And that's the narrative. And, and then you read into the, you, the guys even got a movie out, a little bit of a documentary on what they do. And, and it's uh, one of the red flags for me was, okay, l- l- here, here's the scenario. Okay. Here's the narrative. There were certain, I used to work for Department of Homeland Security and there were things I couldn't do. I saw so much injustice around the globe. Okay. That's, that's viable, of course. And, and I had, I, I left my secure government job to start this. That's a beautiful story that pulls at the heartstrings. You're like, man, this guy is something else. He's because he's got a secure job, right? Forget that it's Homeland Security. He's got family, kids, and he's going to leave all that, right, to start this nonprofit. What a guy. And they specialize in all these things. And I'm looking at this. I'm going like, wow, man. I've been away for a while. I didn't know this was a fucking... I feel ashamed that I didn't know that this this level of this particular thing, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but it's always triggering with people these days. Specifics aren't important. He was rescuing people and claimed to rescue just thousands upon thousands, and he was partnered up with different law enforcement agencies, and he had trained, quote, operators. Now, getting back to this fucking trained operators, man, I mean, it almost reminds me of uh, there was a guy out there that used to bust people that would claim to be Navy SEALs. I don't know if he still does it. And, you know, there'd be guys out there, oh, yeah, I was Navy SEAL. And, he, and they, 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 they make all these fucking outrageous fucking claims. And he kind of out them. Well, it's just hard to believe, right, that some group of Americans can just fly commercial into a foreign country, go rent a hotel, get a rental car van, and, quote, do a takedown operation, right? With, you know, trained operators. Anyway, this guy's under investigation. So, you know, I don't know what I don't know, but, you know, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't look good. So this morning, I see something about a fund. This guy now is this particular, he's got another fucking nonprofit that specializes now in rescuing persecuted fucking Christians around the globe. And now they're going to rescue all the persecuted Christians that are in Afghanistan that are being tortured. Now, this is the M.O. And they say, hey, we're a 501c3 nonprofit. But then there's another thing that says they're a limited liability corporation. Then you drill down deep, deeper, it's one of those layered things. Layered much like a lot of churches that try to hide money in the nonprofit. They'll have like a lot of layered in their accounting. A lot of 
for-profit entities where those profits are churned into the non-profit, so you're not really paying any taxes. But basically, this particular fund, and it's got a Facebook page now, and they'll show a tragic picture from Afghanistan, and they'll go, man, these they're being persecuted, and, and we've got boots on the ground. We're going in. Who wants to donate to our 501c3 nonprofit to go rescue these people? And of course, people don't want to feel like assholes. All they're suffering, they want to feel like they're doing something about it. So you donate. Well, you're donating to a limited liability corporation, which from a high level means that if it goes defunct, bankrupt, None of the finances touch the personal finances of the, quote, owners of the limited liability corporation. It's not a nonprofit. Now, what fucking corporation out there is asking for fucking donations for a charity? They're not asking for donations for a charity. They're asking for donations for their organization for their, quote, charitable work. But they're not a charitable organization. They're a limited liability corporation. However, if you do, if you delve deeper, they've got a, a for-profit fucking that's their for-profit arm. It's shady. It's greasy. And it's like... We, it goes back to the things that really... Way, that, 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 the realistic life coach. Here's realistic life coach. Man. I want to I wanna believe that the world is good. I want to believe that people are are fair and kind and not there to take advantage of the vulnerable. I want to believe all this. And I do believe that. But there are exceptions. And 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 people that are in a truly despicable, not bad people, but in a despicable phase of life where they're doing fucking, you know, a lot of fucking grift, man. This fucking organization is a fucking grift, man. And I'm not going to use their name because it's not fair because they're not here to defend themselves. And it's, it's a fucking podcast. And, and you know, I, I will acknowledge that, you know, I can be just like anybody else just spewing just nonsense talking. I don't want to contribute to that. So, um, you know, I did write them and said, hey, you know, I'm going to try to get a guy from this. Uh, there's a guy that does this American crime fucking thing. You know, and then there's another investigative journalist that that's done some great work on them, and I would like to learn more about what they're finding. And you know, the, I'm just small time; they're not going to come in. But I I wrote them. I said, "Hey, look, I found this. I found that Charity Watch get, is giving them a question mark, which means that like you can go like to uh, a couple of sites, you know, but they're you know government sites, and that Charity Watch is not." But you can go to these sites and you can vet these nonprofits, man, and you can see what they do with their finances. One of the rubs against this particular fucking company was that a lot of funds was funneled for, quote, security around the personal residence because of death threats, because of the, the, the high tech nature of what it is this fucking rough organization does, man, with their operators, right? Well, here's the deal, man. Come to find out, according to the articles, that, you know, if you donate enough, you can be a, quote, operator. Now, what kind of Keystone Cop operation is this, man? You're going to descend on a fucking foreign country. 
right? You claim you have all these highly trained ex fucking special forces people that are in your fucking group, right? That are going to go do this tactical fucking operation. And you got sheep just fucking, oh, you're a, oh, gosh, I wish there were more people like you out there defending the fucking world from all these horrors. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's what I do. I, I guess it's just the kind of person I am, man. I'm just selfless that way. And this guy is a fucking piece of work, man. I see right through him. You know, I see right through him. And he is a piece of fucking work, man. This guy is a grifter. Straight up grifter, man. One hustle to the other. It's a hustle. He is hustling. And it's 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 fascinating. Well, it's not fast, it's sad. Because, you know, A, there are people suffering. And they're not going to get help from these charities. Because these charities are in the business of fucking supporting these charities. Not the fucking people that they're claiming to help. They're in the business of serving their charitable organization. They built a business, man. They got to keep the business thriving. So it's, it's despicable. So it makes you... It makes you question, like, gee whiz, man, there's so much, you know, out there that could lend one to have a negative attitude. It's just, you know, buyer beware, man. I, you know, if people want to donate to this, this thing, you know, it's grift, dude, in my opinion. But like I said, man, I, you know, they won't come on, but I, I wrote them. I said, hey, I'd love for you. I mean, I won't educate me, man, because, I mean, these are the things being said. And this is what I find. And, you know, my limited knowledge of fucking things, you know, I find it questionable that, you know, 80% of the fucking revenue has been routed to other. So that, that's just kind of where I'm at. Let me turn my guitar down so I don't actually fucking crank it. Um, all right, so... That was the, I don't know, I, I, you know, reason why, because as I was trying to get fucking Podbean to work, you know, I, this fucking, this investigative reporter I follow, he's got a YouTube channel and he posted a new fucking article. Now there was this other woman, um, not going to use her name, but she did a TED talk and she had made these claims that, you know, all this horrific stuff happened to her. Her mom and dad did this. They sold her into this and she was abused made these fucking horrific claims. They're horrible, man. And uh, came to the United States, got a got a student visa, you know, did a TED Talk. And as it turns out, everything she said in the TED Talk was fucking bullshit. You know, and, 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 you, and you want, you know, you hear somebody tell you this and you're like, holy shit, and you want to reach out. And people have reached out. And they've been taking advantage. They've been taking, you know, she's, I'm no, you know, like I said, I'm just a fucking dude that smokes weed. So who do, what do I know? But she doesn't like appear to be fucking mentally there. And, and like I said, the names are irrelevant. The, you know, it just, this is what it appears. It appears that she did a TED talk. She made these fucking claims of being trafficked and all this kind of stuff. And it turns out, that it is untrue. You know, the the sister that she said was killed before her eyes is alive and well, stuff like this, you, you know. And, um, you know, here we are. Here we are. Where 
just how many how many other grifts are going on out there right now or have gone on i mean some of them are obvious right i mean the hey um i'm my name is ted tom i'm tom man yeah that's it tom and i'm with the government and we're gonna come arrest you but i tell you what we'll cut you a break if you got five grand we won't do you got five grand so i can call this whole fucking government thing off gee whiz you really okay you promise all right, so those are most people could fucking don't fall for those, man. But you can fall for any scam. All of us, are, I mean, any scam. We could, if you're in the right mindset, you can fall for it. Typical scam. Oh God, I I, I wish you do a scam fucking one. My fucking grandfather was the master of fucking scams. Um, but it's just like you know, it's like coming out of the woodwork, or maybe it's just where I'm at because you know I'm more vulnerable than I used to be. I'm susceptible. I mean, I've had like, I've had people try to rip me off like, uh, that didn't nickel and dime shit. Like for example, I had a washing machine go out and I'm, I'm like fucking really bad off my back. And this is when I lived in Oklahoma. So I'm like, uh, do I really want to fucking, let me just try to fucking see if it can be fixed. Now I'm not, I'm in a position where I can't even fucking get up. Right. So you're at the mercy of this fucking tech to be fucking straight up with you and not try to fucking pull ass clown shit. Right. So they come out there and he goes, yeah, man, looks like it's going to be $600 for me to fix this. And I'm just like, dude, get the fuck out of here, man, with your bullshit. Right. You know, I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me man and their business model is this and then i go what if i said go ahead and fix it oh well we don't really yeah because your business model is not that your business model is a quote fucking an outrageous fucking price and if i take it then you'll fucking get around to doing it but you really want to charge me the 150 fucking fee you know anyway they wound up fucking kind of like backtracking i'm like man this is really fucking kind of this is an interesting you know 600 doll come on man what the fuck i mean what's a used fucking washer and dryer cost man right i mean and and like i said i just thought okay maybe i'm just being sensitive to the to the fucking to, to the shit right but that's all negative energy let's not feed too much into it but that's kind of what's been that that this fucking thing that this picture did of what this group is doing they're showing these horrific pictures in afghanistan won't you please help we got we've got teams of operators ready to go in and rescue persecuted christians that are being persecuted right now and you know um our fucking government doesn't even know which way's up there but we're fucking on top of everything just keep donating to our fucking limited liability corporation which will funnel money to this other nonprofit, sort of kind of you know and then and then i go i'm not i uh I, you know what if i get these guys on i really would like to do a podcast so i go to this site and it's this here here's the red flag well we can't tell you a lot of the people that are in our organization because it's top secret that's very similar to the person that will tell you they were a seal and you go, hey, you know, uh, SEAL graduates are public information. That's not top secret. So how come 
you're not in any database of fucking SEAL graduates. Oh, that's because um, I was doing top secret stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the government typically fucking identifies fucking people that are living in their mom's fucking basement. They can't like fucking put together a fucking life. That that's the people that they're looking for to fucking go. And those are the people that fucking go through that kind of training. Come on, man. I mean, and so anyway, you go to this fucking website. It's like, hey, man, due to the fucking top secret nature of what we're fucking doing, we can't really show you the org chart other than, you know, anyway. So good morning. Good day. Good evening. Hey, we got people listening. Hey, guys. Hey, peace and love to everybody. Let's talk peace and love, man. We got Monday coming up. Most people will be going into their, their professions, man, their jobs, their, their careers, right? Depending on what your career is, you know, I mean, I had one of those, um, and, and much like I would imagine not everybody, but a few of you are probably not looking forward to the experience of, of toiling at the company store tomorrow, man. And if that is you, I, I understand what that feels like. It, it's funny. It's funny when that happens, when, you, you know, I, I, I hope that this is not you. But for me, when I realized I had misspent the better part of my life, it's, it's almost comical. You just, you have to laugh. You go like, wow, man, I spent 30 years doing something I fucking hate. How did I, how did this happen? It just does. It sneaks up on you. It kind of starts like, well, yeah, it sucks, man, but it pays the bills. And then, then it happens, man. You, you, you're, you're, you find yourself laughing at jokes that aren't funny because the boss says, agreeing to things that you don't agree with because you're just trying to be a part of the team, right? And then eventually idealism gets beat out. And this is where, once again, realistic life coach, all that gets beat out, burnout and cynicism starts to set in. How the fuck do you get through that? I used to tell myself it's all first world problems, really, man. And it is. I mean, it, 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 but it still sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not fucking, I, I, I'm not downplaying it. Like, hey, man, there are kids that are starving. What are you bitching about your shitty job? It's not that rap I'm trying to lay on you, but it's, you know, I would say, okay, there, there are worse things that could fucking happen. But, When you know how, I mean, this, this happened, this is what happened to me. I started realizing how short time is, how fucking fragile all this is. You know, I should have known that much earlier in life, but I learned it late in life. Once I realized that, it was hard to assimilate in things that I didn't want to assimilate through. That's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. I'm starting to have tremendous insight why old people are fucking pain in the ass i'm one of them and i'm i'm fast becoming one of them you don't want to put up a lot of fucking bullshit and the as you get older and things start falling apart everything becomes bullshit like what do you mean you want me to fucking go to the dmv or go i gotta you know do get, any everything's bullshit and so you know i don't want to turn into that 
you know, it's, oh, it's a battle, but it, I think it's inevitable. I think getting old and miserable is and not inevitable, but the, miserable is part of the aging process. It doesn't have to be the permanent state, you know, but there's like fucking no fun shit, man. I mean, I thought the gray hair was the first. I saw a gray pube, man, down by my little farm and right around, I'm 56 now. I could pass for 55, man. In the right light, people confuse me for being 55, but I'm actually 56. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. But anyway, I, uh, like right around the age of 42, I look down there as I'm getting ready for my day. And I'm like, wow, man, I've got a great puke. That sucks. I know what I'll do. That's when I started doing the douchiest thing of douchiest things, manscaping. I, and it's like, here's what's douchey about it. And I'll speak for myself. Once you start manscaping, it's really, it's like, yeah, I've never dyed my hair. Thank fucking God. Um, but I, I did manscape and I still actively do, unfortunately, because, you know, now, I mean, now it's like, I worry now it's so fucked up. I view it as this, I, I view it as my victory over the fucking March of time. Hey man, I'm still able to manscape. I'm not old yet. You know, I don't have that fucking, you know, the bush of fucking death down there because you're just like fucking old and everything's just fucking growing at fucking inordinate. And you're like, where's your fucking, it's, it's not there anymore, man. It's just a mass of fucking gray pube hair, dude. I'm fucking old now. It's all fucking going downhill. But so I saw that and I thought, okay, aging sucks, man. I'll just fucking boom, shave that away. Hey, I'm not aging, right? Well, then. The, the shit that you read about in those books when you're in school about old people start happening to me. I'm like, like the funnest one, dude, is like, it is no joke how many fucking times I got to fucking piss. This is an interesting podcast, I would imagine, for people listening. But I, fuck, dude, it is just like, my grandfather, who is a cab driver at Atlantic City, and just a character dude and i spent my dad was in vietnam so a lot like four to four, three three tours three or four i always but i saw up from three to like six i was hanging with my grandfather in his fucking cab and my grandfather liked to drink fucking anything that had alcohol in it man windex he'd fucking drink that if it get him fucked up but he had this we lived in a shithole in fucking atlantic city and the shithole had one fucking bathroom. And, you know, my grandfather, being the master of efficiency, man, would sit there in this fucking thing that passed for a fucking kitchen and would just get fucking tank. He'd sit there and drink beer and and fucking smoke these fucking Pall Mall, Pall Malls or Camel, non-filters, all fucking night. And just, I, I couldn't, it was like a bird talking. It was like that. But when he'd have to take a piss, man, instead of taking a couple steps to the bathroom, he had a fucking rusted metal bucket right there. And he'd whip out his fucking horse cock and just one of those drunk pisses. And I'm a kid, man. So I'm, you know, I don't understand what a beer piss is like. I'm just like, holy fuck. It was like a monster movie going on in there, man. My, what was coming out of my grandfather's pants didn't look like my little bird. It was like, holy shit. My fucking grandfather, how can he fucking walk with that fucking thing? I mean, you're a kid, man. It just looks gigantic. 
And then he's just like this fucking stream of piss that was hitting that bucket was like fucking Niagara Falls on steroids, man. This represented normalcy to me. I'm like, this is what you do. I mean, you, you, you know, you fucking got a piss, man. You got to have a metal bucket nearby. Anyway, as I grew up and got a little bit, you know, worldly, I started realizing that's, you don't do that. Well, now I'm starting to think maybe the old guy was on something, dude, because these fucking trips back and forth to the bathroom with a bad back in the fucking middle of the night, 5,000 fucking times. It's no fun. And I get it. I know medically it's probably, you know, fuck, you know, Jesus, it just sucks. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my story of probably my enlarged prostate, but I look, I'm not done with Google medical school. I'm still working on my medical medical degree from Google medical school. Give me a couple more web searches, man. And I'll be able to fucking tell everybody how to live their life, man. And what they're doing wrong. I did graduate from Google law school, man. Um, I tried using that when I got arrested for public intox. I said, Hey man, you forgot to read me my rights. And the fucking cop looked at me, not the cop, the guard looked at me and laughed and said, Hey, what fucking law school did you go to? And I fucking didn't want to tell him Google because I didn't want him to fucking realize I was one of those fancy book learning types, man. You know, Hey man, you, you know who you're fucking with? You're fucking with a Google law graduate, pal. I suggest you fucking watch your fucking tone because when I'm done with you, I'll fucking own everything. I couldn't believe the shit that was coming out of my drunk ass mouth, man. It is embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing. But I said it and I did it. But I had the chance to make up and apologize to that prison guard. A couple years later, after I sobered up, had this douchebag fucking sponsor talk to me about, hey, man, you really got to make your amends. And I, I I have. I mean, and he's like, what about that prison guard? I'm like, really, dude? So not prison guard, fucking county jail, fucking, I was like Otis fucking in Mayberry, man. Hey. So anyway, so I go there and the guy does I mean, he's like, hey, man, there's so many dipshits, but thanks for apologizing. No problem. But it wasn't a wasted trip. I had him print out my mugshot, which I had framed. And, and, and that was in my bathroom and I would wake up and I'd go in my bathroom and I'd look at those mug shots as I would prepare for my day of toil at the company store. And I say, man, don't be that douchebag. Don't be that. All right. So flash forward. Now my daughter's in fucking adolescence, man. Now I, you know, I'm an old guy and I can see through, you know, mugshot. Okay, that's not really who I am. That was just a little fuck-up thing I did with the public intox or whatever the fuck it was. But now my fucking daughter's got fucking friends over, man. And, you know, I uh, they, they, they fucking have to use, you know, the restrooms and shit. And fucking one of them used mine and saw my fucking, you know, this is like my fucking, and then, you know, it's like, so I, I realized that, you know, maybe, you know, making the decision to hang up your mug shots as part of your interior decor, you know, sometimes that has blowback, man. So, you know, it's kind of like, you got to understand, you know, you're an adolescent, you're being judged left and right, you know? So I was like, I felt kind of like, okay, I get it. I guess it's not funny. It still is funny, but you know, you do what you do. You, I still think it's, it, for me, it worked. I what well, I wasn't doing it for laughs. I was doing it to not be a dipshit. You know, so that's what I was doing. 31 minutes into this evening podcast, man. 
and I have talked about nothing. I have absolutely talked about nothing. I have no advice to give. I could never do one of those podcasts where the guy goes, and then, man, the government, and then this is what you do. I couldn't do it. I, I Please don't follow any of my suggestions, man. Use anything I say as a guide what not to do. That I can do. I mean, I can clearly fucking, I'm pretty good at, 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 at articulating how I fucked up, right? But as far as like, you know, unfucking things up, hey, man. That's just not in my wheelhouse, man. Like, I could never be like a relationship fucking counselor, dude. Because, I mean, I don't know what a successful relationship looks like. I've read about them in books and stuff. I see it on TV and documentaries and shit. But I've yet to be a part of one, man. And a lot of that's me, you know, and uh, recognizing who you are and, and stuff and then hey Wes Wes who does the morning show from Stream Surfer Wes and Jess I forgot what what's it called something about monogamy but it's not by choice I forget the fucking word for it but there's this fucking movement of people that are pissed off because they're not getting any fucking sexy time and it's not by choice I mean that's no different than any other fucking generational thing man we just got more high tech names for the shit I mean People been getting into friend zone since fucking caveman days, man. I mean, I'm sure there was like fucking cavemen fucking getting into friend zone and shit. You go out there and fucking bust his ass, killing dinosaurs and shit. And it was, and then you'd have the one caveman that just fucking treated everybody like shit, didn't care. And that's the caveman that was getting all the action. The nice caveman that was fucking, hey, is there anything I can get for you? I'll listen. And and then you know. He, he would fucking admire her fucking cave fucking drawings and shit. Wow, you really got a great way of drawing fucking bison. Yeah, I tried to capture the, the, the movement. Yeah, wow. And that caveman's not getting any action. The other caveman is like, fuck it, man. Bring me dinner. I'm an asshole. Oh, wow, I can change that caveman. I'm drawn to him. So people have been getting thrown in the fucking friend zone since caveman days man so whatever this fucking movement wants to call itself i'm sure now look man people haven't been getting laid for you know you look at any generation man there's there's people that don't get laid it just happens i mean don't be angry at the world over it i mean look full disclosure man covid's been going on for a while right i got hurt in 2016 wasn't able to walk you know for three years so, it, you know, it's not like during that time, man, there was a lot of fucking bedroom gymnastics going down. So I can relate to what it's like to not have sexy time for a while. But I'm not angry at the world over that. I just kind of go like, hey, man, that might not be the approach, man. Hey, are, you, are we going to fuck or what? You know, I just, I, you know, something tells me that may not be the approach people are looking for. You know, <laughs> you know, hey, man, what are we going to get? What are we going to do it? It's been a long time. But. But I, I guess they got groups now where it's like, hey, man, we're not getting laid and we're pretty fucking pissed off about it. Uh, granted, look, I'm not, I'm, look, it's okay. I, it's a thing. It's, it's, you know, being disappointed, at having an, an emotional reaction to not, and I'm not, I'm to, to not having human contact and, and love is a very normal thing to, to not, to like, you know, to say, hey, this is not cool, man. I'm alone. That's no fun. I'm not downplaying loneliness, man. Loneliness is a bitch. That 
is something we can talk about. I'm not getting laid. That's just a symptom, you know, of the loneliness is the fucking, oh my God, right? You know, and I'm an introvert, dude. Loneliness is, I mean, alone, that's my fucking wheelhouse, yo. But I got to tell you, man, it's, you know, it's rough. I, I, uh, gee whiz, man, maybe I'll fucking, you know, I, I tell you what I am doing. This is, God, this is crazy. But I, I'm thinking about doing like this, uh, I'm, I want to write a book. And, and I don't have any pre, but anyway, but in order to write this book, you know, I, I got to like fit in, you know? And so I'm thinking about like, uh, not like, and I'm old dude. So it's not a good look when you're old. If I was like young, maybe growing a beard and long hair, would be a look, but when you're old, it just looks like, look at the crazy man. So I'm getting ready to go into a full on crazy look, man, which I'm sure my family's looking very much forward to this, man. My poor fucking family. They're saints. My sister-in-law and brother are fucking saints, man. They are fucking saints. They fucking rescued me. And I'm just going to be serious for a second. They fucking rescued me. I am so fucking lucky. Don't, in the midst of all these rants and fucking, I, I never want to lose sight that I am fucking appreciative of fucking every second I have on this fucking planet, man. It's fleeting. And we have the grifters that I talked about. We have good people, man. And that's what I want to connect with is the good people. And they're out there. And I'm, we're all good people. But when I start growing my fucking beard and hair out, man... And, and let's just say, I don't want to say my hair is gray, but it is fucking a lot of platinum blonde highlight. Dude, it's gray. I think I got one of those, you know, when people, they say, what is it? Body dysmorphia, whatever the fuck it is, where you look in the mirror and the image you see doesn't reflect reality. I have that with my hair, man. I didn't realize I have gray hair. And then I look at a picture of myself. I'm like, Jesus, what's up with the lighting, man? When did my hair get so light color? And they'll go, that's gray, man. And then I had this fucking dude, this blew me away. He goes, hey, man, where'd you get your hair colored? I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, man, it's badass. I'm like, dude, I, I got this hair color at the fucking school of hard knocks, dude. And being older than God's dog. It's not a, but I guess the kids, man, the kids are, they're dying their hair gray, man. It's fucking, wow. I heard the mullets back too. I was talking to my nephew about how, how, how high school is going. This is Colorado, so maybe the mullet's not back everywhere, but apparently the mullet is making a comeback, dude. I can, I can, I never, I never had a mullet. Maybe this will be my opportunity, man, to finally live, to punch that, to that fucking get that off the bucket list, man. But the mullet is coming back. We go in circles, man. All these, you know, don't get rid of whatever you're wearing. I'll come back. I can't wait for fucking skinny jeans to go away, dude. I'm about fucking sick of that. Uh, maybe they have gone away. I hope so. I don't know what fucking fashion is. I just don't want to go to buy jeans. The only thing you can buy are these fucking. It's like, dude, I mean. It's. You know, when you're a certain age, man, you know, it's like. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't want to try to fit in with the. I'm good with dad jeans, dude. It don't. I mean, I'm good with it. You know, 
I mean, bring back fucking dad jeans, man. I mean, I just fucking, what the fuck is going on with skinny jeans, man? I mean, it's just fucking, dude. I mean, it's all you can fucking find. Slim, it's like whatever, man. Okay, you know. But I'm, I'm, I can't wait for that craze to die. Maybe it is dying. I don't know, you know. But that's the beautiful thing when you get fucking old. Fuck, fuck fashion, dude. I mean, fashion's like old guy fashion, man. It's like whatever's on the fucking floor. That's some semblance of fucking clean. That's fashion, dude. That's fashion. <sighs> okay, let's look at comments. There's always shame, and man, I don't want anybody seeing. Hey, good, good. I got some support on the manscaping. Thank you. Um, um, can of northern beans i'm only trying to help myself because it's a bad trip somebody's having a bad trip from bean water man i'm having trouble reading because the position i'm in rigby rigby's having a bad trip man on bean water bean water from a can of northern beans and you're just being fucking and and are just being fucking assheads i fucking would kill them if they were deer but i would do that because they're not this is crazy, man. Poor fucking Rigby is going down, going down the path of a bad trip. Okay. I lost some viewers because of my rambling nature. That's okay, man. This is not for everybody, and I recognize that, man. But, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, I, I, now I blame tonight's show on fucking Podbeam because there was, I was actually had things ready to kind of like share. And then as the evening progressed, I was like, well, fucking. And then, you know, so now when they finally get their act together, I'm like, I've got everything shut down. So, you know, we'll just talk about whatever. All right, kids. Let's do this. We're going to take yet another drink. By the way, um, for those of you that, that smoke weed for pain, um, it, this actually, I'm going to deviate. This is, this is pain-related weed, uh, not, not getting high-related weed. I noticed typically, uh, typically, now, um, for pain, for pain, um, there's for me and every, everybody's body's different, man. And keep in mind, I went to Google medical school. I'm not graduated yet, but, um, the hybrids that are very strong, I mean, they gotta be fucking strong, dude. I mean, it's like Snoop Dogg weed. I mean, bring on the strongest weed you have, but the hybrids that lean indica, they're good for my pain. Now I noticed that. I was having issues. It wasn't as effective. And uh, I'd get ready for this. Lightning's getting ready to strike me. I was like, man, I don't want to smoke weed 24-7, right? It's different. When you're smoking to get high, it's a different kind of mindset than getting out of pain. Trust me, I love getting high. But um, so I decided, I was talking to my brother, and I was telling him my crisis. And he goes, hey, dude. Do you ever think about switching? And I was like, you know, just mixing it up a little bit. I'm like, duh. So, um, you know, I decided to, I, I had not, there's a, there's a strain 
um, the double lemon haze. Uh, you've seen it called, it's like a sativa leaning kind of hybrid, right? Um, double lemon cheesecake. So anyway, I go to the dispensary and I, I forgot the name of it. The guy told me one cannabis cup for fucking some bullshit, but it's really good. It's helped with my pain, but it's also, it's, I, I forgot this particular brand's great for creativity, man. So, um, I'm really looking forward to, uh, what it can do. I made a commitment to do a musical. That's going to be fucking, oh God, for, by Saturday, man. And so, uh, well, let me define it, it. Not like professionally done with puppets, right? But I pride myself on everything being organic. So, and, you know, I've written songs and I've got songs I've wrote, but I want it to be fresh. So I'm going to try to write fucking three or four new songs and put them to the script of this puppet music. We'll see. It's just fun to try new things. And like the horror movie, The Attack of the Giant Cock. I mean, I got a long way to go, but it was fun. Now, I'm going to kind of maybe talk about something serious. It's more dream type stuff. The things I dream about. Like a lot of people, they're many things I want to see and do in this life, man. I want to travel again. I want to, you know, and there are limitations, you know, of my given situations. Most of the time, you know, I just, you know, it's life. We can't, it's economics, right? Unlimited wants coupled with limited means, man. You can't do everything you want to do in this life. Having said that, you know, the reason, well, you know, one of the many reasons, but one of the reasons while I'm here in Colorado is to give one last shot at seeing, see my life. I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining where it was at. I had progressed to a point where I was immobile and able to take care of myself without getting into medical terminology. My spine from my injury and the bone infection and, and, and the burst fracture, it shifts. It's not stable. And it, that's really painful and it's inconsistent. Like it's always painful. Um, you know, but it's inconsistent. What it's going to do, it saps energy. And the, the littlest things are hard to do. Going to the grocery store, fucking making something. It's very difficult. Very difficult. Um, I had resigned myself that, oh God, this will make me cry. But I was very close to, I can't believe I'm saying this, assisted living center. That's how desperate, I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to eat. I was losing, it's fucking crazy what was going on. So when I got here, beginning of the summer, I came here to die. And uh, good news is that didn't happen. Now, I'm not saying a miracle was, I mean, but I'm better. And I'm trying, you know, taking things slow, but man, do I want to get back. And not really from, there's something I really want to do. And it's not a fucking filthy puppet show. And it's, it has nothing to do with a career. It's, you know, 
And uh, who knows? We'll see. But, you know, I'm very cautious when things, because, you know, but it would be great. It'll be great either way. Either way, no matter what happens, things are going to be. I got a plan. If if things go worse, I'm. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun until the last day. You know that's the plan. Whatever gets thrown at me, we're going to make it fucking work, right? But you know, it's one thing when to prepare for the worst and have the worst happen. But when you prepare for the worst and it's been delayed or it doesn't look like that's a good thing, you know, but it's, it's, it's also, it's a time to just be introspective and not get overly. So that's kind of a dynamic that's going on. It's like, Holy shit, man. Keep in mind where I set the bar low. Like if I could, uh, let me give you an example of what what will what will bring hope into my world. Um, like I was able to make a sandwich fucking two days ago. Right. And I was like, holy shit, man. I'm able to, now that's not cooking yet. I'm, I used to love to cook. I'm a great cook. I used to be. Um, it's not cooking yet, but that's one step further, man, to quote independence. And so, but I can't, I mean, I can't believe this is me. I mean, it's 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 like an out of body experience, man. It's like this is this is happening to me. It's weird, you know, because it doesn't seem real. It's like holy fuck. I mean, I'm one of these guys that 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 can't do this shit. What the fuck? What did this happen? It's so. But when you start seeing this, I mean, it's, you know, the, the thing is what these kind of injuries is, you know, recovery is work, man. I mean, it's not, you know, when I'm off mic and I'm not podcasting, I mean, it's a lot of physical, it's work, it's physical. I mean, it took an awful lot to be able to fucking sit and walk again, you know, beat that fucking, I mean, that was a fucking lot of work. And so, but. You know, there's only so, I mean, there's only so much physical therapy one can do. I mean, so we'll see what happens in the next six months here, man. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. One step at a time. But I'll try not to babble about it too much. But it's what's going on, and it's hard not to bring it up, right? So I try not to bring it up in, in a fucking fatalistic way, but it's what's going on. It's it's a factor. It's, it's part of who I am now, unfortunately, you know? And it's it's shaped shaped everything I do every you know who I am now it's just transformed me so thank you guys for listening thank you for hanging out at the art of floundering podcast tonight let me see something here oh ow, hold on <laughs> Tell the kids, man, we're going to go out. We're going to go out at the hour mark. I appreciate everybody listening. Tomorrow we do a morning show. Well, no, normally we do a morning show. The morning shows are from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., Monday through Friday. It's with Wes from Stream Surfer, Wes and Jess. It's a lot of fun. 
it's a departure, man. It's, uh, you know, a departure from the crazy content creation that I'm, I'm involved with heavily, man, is I create these fucking puppet shows that nobody watches, man. I know people watch and I appreciate it, dude. And like I said, it's weird. I don't do, I don't do them. The, you know, the motivation for doing them is differently, but I, I gotta be honest, man. When I find out that people are in that like them, I'm like, Holy shit. Really? You gotta be kidding me, man. Cause I love doing them. But I'm like, you actually like this shit? I mean, that's great, man. There's other people that, that like this because it's, it's, oh God, it's so hard to explain why I'm doing it. And it, uh, it's so boring to explain, but um, it's what, it's what it is. Now, football season's coming up. I lived in Norman, Oklahoma, which is where the University of Oklahoma is. And uh, you would think that the whole world revolved around OU football. And it's, it's interesting. I haven't, I don't, I'm not in Norman, Oklahoma anymore. I'm, and uh, nobody cares about OU football here where I'm at. Um, they have different things. It's the things that were the center of my universe aren't that big of a deal. Not interesting. Ah, I just have to remind, I'm not a big sports fan anymore. I used to, I mean, I played sports as a kid, love sports, love, love, love them, but it's hard for me to watch sports anymore. I can't even get into it. I mean, I know there's preseason, you know, but I can't even watch the Olympics, man. I, I, I force myself to watch the news so I can stay checked in. It's wow, man. It, it's, it, this is a trip. I wonder if anybody else is doing this. It's like, this is a part of it. I don't know, man, but it's like, fuck, pop culture. I couldn't begin to tell. I used to be up on all that shit. Fuck it. What's going on? Who cares? I tell you, though, um, God, I, it's me, and I know, I know other people like it, and this is my issue, but I got a real issue with fucking TikTok. TikTok just... And but yet I'll go there to get pissed off. So there, see, TikTok is good at what it does, man. It draws you in to be distracted. But there's these fucking videos. Uh, well, there's a couple trends on there I could talk to at length. Um, but it's it's the videos with it'll either be the dude with the six pack, right, with the shirt off, like whoops, I forgot to put my fucking shirt on. Or it'll be, you know, somebody, you know, be an attractive person, you know, female, male, whatever, attractive, barely wearing any fucking clothes, doing this fucking dance, right? And then there's this other one where they bang their fucking hands and they point to something like, you know, and don't answer questions. Like, who gives a fuck, random TikTok, whether or not you date? I mean, what the fuck? But then there's this other guy on TikTok that feeds fucking deer. And I get that it's cute, you know, and you go like, wow, this is really cute. He opens up his garage and there's fucking 30 deer all waiting out there to be fed. And they follow him around and they sit out in his front yard waiting to be fed and they're deer. And I'm thinking, you know, hang on for a second. I lost my train of thought. I'm thinking, uh, I, I know that's cute, you know, but. Isn't that like not recommended? I mean, you know, 
I don't know, when I first moved here to Colorado, fucking deer were everywhere. And and they were like really like tame, like not afraid of me. And I, you know, I just wild animals should be afraid of me, man. Not hanging out at my fucking garage door, getting ready for the fucking deer feed. And and like I said, I get it, it's cute. And what I don't know is what I I'm sure there's a backstory. Maybe he's maybe he rescues fucking deer. I don't know the whole fucking story. So I probably should shut my mouth. But on the surface, to me, it's like, you know, dear dude, really? Is that is that what we're gonna do? Um but that's TikTok, dude. Having said that, I decided to cave. I've got three videos on TikTok. They're dying. See, I can't I can't get any traction. That's okay though. But yeah, I decided, okay, let me see what this is about because I rant and rave about it. So I said, let me, you know, let me, let me try it. You know, if I'm going to sit there, you know, at least I let, at least let me try the TikTok experience. It's not for me, you know, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. But that's just, you know, I'm, that's part of me being behind the times with that said. Uh, that's probably pretty loud, sorry. been listening to the art of floundering podcast man i want to wish everybody nothing but peace and love check out the art of floundering podcast youtube page man the amazing slacker one through seven man along with the attack of the giant cock and we're gonna have new content this week too man i'm not sure how this guitar sounds i'm sorry man hey kids This is uh, your middle-aged apostate coming here to rap to you, man. We're going to keep it kind of simple. Go talk about peace and love, man. And the hemp plant. Here we go. Last bit before we go. The future's so bright. There are better days ahead, man. Trust the system. Hey man, that was the narrative. I believe I'm gonna tune out. Check out and drop out, man. Grow old and get fucking high. I'm not here to evangelize. Gaslight. Spread no lies. Question kids, man. It's your church. 
even true? Yo, I got several years in the game. My priesthood skills there. Insane. I got a doctor of the hemp plant. Peace and love, man. Let's just go ahead and rap, man. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. You don't stop. Rock, rock, rock to the bang, bang, boogie. To the boogie to beat. My man in a flick of tech in the nine at my crib. Turn himself in to do a bid. Thanks for listening to this rambling show, kids. It's time for me to get ready for my dental appointment tomorrow morning, man. That's right. I'm going to get my teeth cleaned and then we'll do a podcast later. But it won't be 9 a.m. Sorry. I wish it could be, but I'll be doing that. I really do appreciate anybody that stumbles on this, gives us a chance. I do know it's disjointed. I understand all that. This is all part of a journey. I know we're all on separate journeys and all that, man. Um, I just, like I said, I really, really kind of dig the community of uh, creators out here, people out here just trying to get their voices heard, their stories out there. I dig it, man. I dig listening. I dig learning, man. I'm learning an awful lot from the people out there, man. It is a fucking absolute pleasure to still be here with all of you, man. It is my fucking pleasure and honor to fucking still be here. And let me tell you, this is a fucking great fucking ride, man. It really is. Despite the hairy bullshit that comes along, life is a series of problems to be navigated, no doubt. But, man, in the midst of all those, is fucking great shit, dude. So, as we turn the corner, man, and we enter fall, I have done what I said I was going to do. I said I'm going to get rid of all semblance of my previous life. I've done that. I am not going to rely on any of my, quote, formal education. And I'm going to reinvent myself. I'm going to use this opportunity where the world has tried to break me down and the system's tried to fucking chew me up. I'm going to say, okay, I'm just going to try to reinvent myself. We're at the end of the summer. I was retired in January. Retired. I was deemed physically incapable of performing the essential duties and all that kind of fucking rigmarole government bureaucratic bullshit that they do when they want to fucking cast you off. I didn't want this. But it is what it is. A lot of things in life you don't want. But I got it. And that's okay. Because we're almost, we're into this. And I told myself I'll give myself a fucking year of this contemplation. A year of Henry David Thoreau at Walden Pond, man, confronting the essential truths of life, man, right? And trying to live life a little bit more deliberately. Is that what I'm trying to do? Who knows? I'm trying to find a way is to exist with pain and yet not inflict pain. That's what I want to do. 
I know I'm going to have pain. That's okay. I can deal with it. I got weed. I got, I got things I can do that minimizes that. Now, let me master not inflicting pain. And then if I can master that, maybe I could take it the next step and the next step and the next step. Not because I'm a good guy. I'm a fucking douchebag. But it is a mental distraction. Much like the puppet shows the pie. I love, don't, don't get me wrong, I love doing this. Um, I wouldn't be doing it like a, a fucking obsessive compulsive if I didn't, but doing it a lot lately because I'm in a lot of pain and this is a distraction. That's good. That's good. And, but I'm excited about the future, right? But I'm not planning a future, not because I'm negative, just because the further out you get from the horizon, the more fucking things get skewed. So the furthest I'm planning is next Saturday, which is stream surf with Wes and Jess. And I will actively be busting my ass, believe it or not, on, on, on trying to, to, to create something. Every week I try to do something better. It may, it's not noticeable, but to me it is. I try to do something a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better with this. So my challenge as a 56-year-old dude with a bad back, former Marine, Right, PhD, this fucking douchebag, douchebag guy. I'm just a douchebag. It's like I'm not a boomer, but you know, I get it. Okay, boomer. Hey, hey, you. But gonna reinvent myself, man. Be a hippie artist. Who knows? Like I said earlier this morning, I grew up in Atlantic City, but I was here in Colorado, in 1990. I was pursuing my dreams. And I left to go make my mark in the world. And I remember when I left. Oh, God, karma's a bitch. I was like, you're not doing this for the right reasons. You're not doing this because it's what you really want. You're doing these things because you feel this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're going to be miserable. And uh, 31 years later, man, the hometown hero returns. Broken down, beat up, unrecognizable. The, 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 certainly not the vision I had 31 years ago of what I was going to go accomplish. Right? Of course not. How can you plan for what's fucking reality going to be 31 years from now? I made the mistake. I won't make the mistake again. I'm not going to get too far out with a fucking plan. Because anything can get the fog of war always calls up. I have a general idea. Try not to be a douchebag. Limit the amount of douchebaggery I do. That, that's about the best I can do. Have fun. Don't hurt people. Try to try to do something that's good. Right? That's it. There it is, man. There's the a, there's a realistic life coach fucking philosophy, man. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. You know? Maybe that would be a good title of a book. Don't be a dick. But then you don't want to, you know, get canceled. Hey, man, you know, I'm tired. My name is Richard. In all my life, I've been shamed for my name. And this fucking hostility towards Dick, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everybody laughing at me because my name is Richard. They always go, hey, Dick. And you know the shame and trauma that I've had and you've inflicted upon me, world. And then I'll get canceled because of my book title. And I'll be going like, hey, I've become aware now. 
that I've been an insensitive douchebag with my book titles. And if I only knew how much damage I was doing, but now I'm going to commit to my rest of my life, man, to making sure that Dick and other dicks in the world aren't fucking shamed anymore, man. You have my word, man. We will not shame dicks anymore. So, but see, that's that, who knows that could happen, right? They, you know, a bunch of people named Richard could get some fucking heat and get jump on the fucking cancel bus, man, and get fucking indignant that their fucking name is used, it, it, you know, sparingly. And just, and, and we're fucking, you know, done. No more fucking Art of Flounder podcast because I got canceled over the title of my book, man. And I'll just be shamed all fucking on, on Twitter, man. Anytime I post, oh, you're the asshole that likes to make fun of people named Richard, you insensitive bastard. You fuck, right? And then I'll post like, hey, guys, buck up. Everybody have a good day. Oh, that's easy for you to say, you fucking bastard prick out there making fun of people named Richard. Douche, how can you live with yourself? Then I'll have to hide. And then I'll say... I'll suspend my social media account, man. Fucking press is outside my door. We got another fucking hater, another Richard hater right here. And we're just going to ask him why. And I walk out the door and there's the fucking press trying to stoke up fucking something out of nothing. Sir, we're not, we want to know at what point did you become the heartless bastard that you are? Oh, thank you, unbiased fucking media. Uh shamed man anyway i don't know how i got on that tangent this is a, this is the fucking fallacy of doing podcasts this late at night when you don't have something to say and you allow your brain to go to a place where you don't think anybody's fucking watching or listening you just say fucking you ramble and what comes out of your mouth it makes no sense man but sometimes the stuff that makes no sense sounds genius man you know so Anyway, join us tomorrow, man, for our Nickelback fan show. I'm joking. <laughs> tomorrow, 9 a.m., man, the best of Nickelback right here, man, following our Creed Power Hour here on the Art of Flounder Podcast. Come join us. Um, gosh, golly gee willikers, man. Saying goodbye is always so hard. I don't want to do it with a song. I just want to just want to let everybody know once again. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving us a try. Thank you for kind things you've said. Thank you for the feedback on the puppet shows. Thank you for all of it. Um, I really appreciate it. We all want to, we all want to feel like what we're doing is relevant, right? And even those of us that are wasting away want to feel like we're relevant. I'm not wasting away. Um, uh, but I have empathy for those that might, be in that mode right now and uh yeah i know you know i have nothing to say i you know sometimes there's nothing to really say other than yeah it sucks right no words of encouragement just yeah man you know anything i would say you've already said it to yourself any research i've done you've already done it that's a, one one real thing I'd like to pass on. If you know somebody that's got like health challenges and stuff, trust me, man, they've done the research. 
they've done i i uh, like i'll speak for myself i've done i've done the research man i mean i'm open i believe me i want it but you know sometimes hey have you ever thought about trying fucking come on you know don't 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 do that don't, you know it's kind of insulting to the person sometimes i mean these injuries are debilitating man uh fucking you know deep breathing exercises are fucking insulting right so not really but not to me because i don't let shit like that get to me but i can it, it you know think about it think about you know a little sensitivity man some of these people are going through a fucking heavy duty shit you know body not working fucking bad news everywhere right pain reminding them of everything and then going through that phase well it must be my fault i must have done something to deserve this God, I hate when I get in that mind fucking. That is self-destructive mind. I get in that. Oh, it must be karma or it must have been that fucking piece of gum I stole from the convenience store when I was in third grade or, you know, whatever. Now, I believe in karma, man, and, and you know, but bad things don't happen to us because we deserve it, man. It's just bad things happen because laws of probability and outcome. With that said, kids, we're going to go out on something. Let's try to think of something positive. Let's try to think of a real, real super dupe, you know. There's also been a rash of that, man. This is how cynical, real quick, this is how cynical our society has become. Not cynical, but people will tell stories. This is typically in a, these will typically be, quote, faithful stories like, hey, you know, I'm just making one up here. The plane was going down and everybody was panicked, man. But I was calm and I remembered my whatever they believed. And I started thinking about those beliefs. And next thing I know, because my faith was so strong, the, pain, the plane miraculously didn't crash, came back to life. We all landed and everybody came to me and said, what was that you were saying? And I was able to share my whatever world philosophy with them. And they all converted to thinking the way I do. Isn't that, you know, and you hear these stories, right? Typically, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. But then, you know, in today, look, in today's world, man, you know, everybody's fucking checking up on everybody. So some guy will get up there at some fucking thing religious thing and say is fucking yeah and that this happened and they check it out and it's all bullshit you know and it's like just like the story i was telling you about the girl with the ted talk you know i watched that and i'm like holy shit this is horrific i cannot believe what an amazing person to be able to recover from all this and be and do and holy shit she is so strong and then you find out The things she was saying were 100% inaccurate. And you're like, wow, man. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want that experience and the others with that nameless nonprofit to shape the way I see us, man, because we're not that. You know, those are symptoms, man. But I guess we need to be aware. With that said, this is Will Dick for the Art of Floundering Podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to wish everybody nothing but peace and love. Thank you so much. 
Um, we will be back tomorrow. But tonight, it is time for fucking slumber. I want to wish everybody peace and love. Um, please, please, please go over the Art of Floundering podcast YouTube page. Check out the Attack of the Giant Cock. I think you will enjoy it if you have like a really immature sense of humor. And, 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 and that is perfect for you. With that said, peace and love, everybody. Good night.